This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Travis Tritt. <laughs> how, how does he say his name? Travis Trent. Travis Tritt. Travis Trent. Tritt. T-R-I-T-T. He was a celebration two years ago. Was he? Yeah, when, when, when a real personal guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can tell by the song. Uh, <laughs> he does, it is a good song, though. It's a great day to be alive. It's a good song. No, it's, it is a, there, it, I mean, it is a great day to be alive. He, he is a, uh, he's a country artist I like because he, you know, 90s, mullet, cowboy mm-hmm. hats, cowboy boots. Oh, the real cowboy. Type. That's country music. That's yeah. country music. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, me and my girl on the back of my truck, I'm in my ripped jeans and my baseball cap. <laughs> Dom, Dom, what mood are you in today? She's got that old school going. Yeah. Old school country. Old Who knows? Country. She'll, she'll come back with like 90, 98 degrees come, or something, though. Yeah. I like 98 degrees. She'll come back with some Tupac. I'll probably come changes. back with some Motown. Who knows? They'll bring out changes now. Man, changes is the best. Mm. Yeah. Come on. The message and changes it's is The message and changes the, is very It's about the, the message. The message is very, It's very, about very. the message. That's why, that's why it's not an overplayed song like california love anyway exactly <laughs> welcome to hour two and uh we, we get to start up our two this is rock star stuff mm-hmm. right here you know, this, almost this, definitely this is the united states senator yeah since since my senior year in high school yeah and believe me i feel like i'm an old person really yeah <laughs> the, my body the way i oh man every day i'm like somebody that's been working that long should be retired right by now right <laughs> you would think right we go to the Kansas city barbecue pit hotlines we start hour two we had uh we had his opponent on a couple days ago and and now we welcome in the united states senator from the state of illinois dick durbin dick how are you i'm pretty good how you doing i'm good i'm good i i, I know you know courtney well we've never met but uh it's it's you've uh you've been doing this since i was a senior in high school we're, we're, so you, <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be feeling this campaign thing this is a really this is one heck of a year to be running for uh for any office this is the craziest campaign I've ever been in. <laughs> you know, politicians, uh, uh, by nature, look for crowds and want to walk up to strangers and shake hands. And mm-hmm. You can't do any of that. Yeah, right. You know, you spend your time at home. You do the Zoom calls. Uh, you send things out in the mail. It just isn't the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, being that that uh, senators are six six year terms, right? That's right. Just want to verify. I don't say anything too stupid. <laughs> you're not always running at the same year as a president. How how much different is it when when, when you're running at the same? You know, because obviously twelve years ago would have been a presidential year. So I mean, how, you know, it, it's it's an it's enhanced and sometimes for the good, maybe sometimes for the bad. Yeah, you're right. You never quite know. It just depends on which party's year it might be. If if a president of your own party is going to get elected, it helps you, gives you a mm-hmm. boost. The opposite's true. So you know, in in this circumstance here, uh, I saw it coming, and I thought you know it, it's a good chance there'd be a good contest, and Demo- Democrats would have a good chance to win. So you know, it helps me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- tell me about your uh, your your uh, your run as as senator, and you can go back to your terms in House. You saw, uh, Dick Durbin served on the House, uh, the U.S. House Representative from '83 to '97 before becoming a senator. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tell me about some of the things you're most proud of. Well, I tell you, there's a lot of things. Some of it's local. I mean, there's a lot of things we did with Lake Decatur over the years and uh, things that we did building uh, roads, 
I, I can go back Brush College Road over, over there, and yeah. all the, it went back when I was a member of the house. Mm-hmm. It, it really made a difference in those days. But Decatur has been through an awful lot, I will tell you. Yeah. Uh, when I first ran, the unemployment rate was over 20%. It mm. was just awful. And, you know, it's it's had it's run a bad times uh, and tough times. Some pretty tough, resilient people, though. I'll tell you, good workers, good hard workers. Uh, and if they're given a chance, uh, they'll do well. But it, they've had some challenges. Uh, we've got, you know, when you look at where we're going as a state, a lot of things you can say. One of the things that just came out clear to me in the midst of this pandemic is we have got to have broadband across our state. Every community's got to have quality access to the internet you just can't attract and keep a business without that and look at the school kids now what they're going through mm-hmm. some of the communities they just don't have broadband you know kids in some communities downstate illinois are parking in library parking lots at mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. so they can use their laptops and do their homework they just uh-huh. don't have access at home well that's just unacceptable yeah. you know whether it's telehealth or business or education we've got to extend broadband it's just a must um, in addition to that, you, you mentioned school kids. COVID is going to be a big part of the conversation. I'm not necessarily trying to drag in a conversation about sports, but the governor isn't making every you know isn't making everybody happy. He's going to be torn. You're never going to make everybody happy anyway. Uh, where are you on the way we need to be going forward, just with COVID as a whole? Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you this. I, I know the governor and I supported him. He's got the hardest assignment in the world. He's got mm-hmm. to get up every day and tell people bad news, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when things aren't going well. And we see the infection rate going up in our area. My wife just told me that over here in Sangamon County, we're at eight, 8% or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it, it's worse in other areas. And the, and the governor is just trying to figure out ways to, to beat it down. Uh, a lot of our hospitals and medical people are just worn out. Uh, you know, you've been at this for sure. eight, 10 months. Uh, and the governor's trying to find ways to control it. And he's concerned about sports, high school sports, and I can understand that. You know, I, I don't want these kids getting sick. This notion that it's just the flu, it's just a cold, they'll get over it. That's true for most, but not for all. Some yeah, of them are going to get sicker than than, uh, than you might imagine. And I, I understand he's just trying to keep us safe. It, it, I'll tell you what's tough is tough on businesses, you know, right. restaurants in particular, Absolutely. but other other businesses too. These folks have got their lives put into these places. I mean, I know these family restaurants, it breaks my heart what they're going through. Uh, but, you know, we've got to figure a way to get through this. We're just not doing well with this this whole COVID situation. Uh, one way or another, uh, you're going to have half the country unhappy about who wins the presidential election. Uh, you know, how, how, do, how do we start to mend fences? Because it needs to happen. We can't wait. We can't go four years of, of disagreeing on every single thing. I agree with you, and, and you know I'm for Joe Biden. That's no surprise, um, and I've known I've known the man for years, over mm-hmm. 20 years, and I, I know a lot about him. And the reason I I choose him for that purpose is I know his temperament, I know his character, and I know that he is the kind of person that wants to heal wounds. He doesn't want to make it worse. He wants people to get together, uh, and we're not going to get the whole America singing to the same hymn. That isn't going to happen. But a lot of folks. If they come to realize that the White House, the president, cares about them, understands what they're going through, they may be a little bit more open to be part of the solution. I'm just hoping that. But you're right. The country is really terribly divided. Families are divided. Mm-hmm. There are people in families. Right. I have un- unfriended a couple relatives. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Those things happen. And, and I think your listeners probably have stories just like that on both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. I'm surprised I haven't. My my family, we're doing all right. (laughs) Right. We we get mad about other stuff, not even connected to that stuff. Right. (laughs) Senator Durbin, what are some of your goals once you're uh, reelected? First things first, coronavirus. We've got Mm -hmm. to get this thing under control. We can't get the kids back in school and the economy rolling until we do that. Uh, and I just think there are ways that we, we're going to be headed. I, I will give this credit <clears throat> credit to the president on the warp speed on vaccines. I mm-hmm. think he's doing the right thing. I think that was a good instinct on his part. We're not quite there, but we're headed there. Then we've got to make sure that uh, we have the medical equipment, which our hospitals and clinics need, doctors need. Uh, and we got to make sure, you know, I hope people, listeners, are going to disagree with me some more, but it ain't too much to ask to wear a darn mask mm-hmm. if it's going to protect you and the people around you. I mean, right. it's not too much to ask. And I just hope we can all kind of swing together on that. Mm-hmm. I, the, the big, conf- I don't even want to say confusion. I think just refusal to listen. I'm not asking to put a mask on for yourself. I don't care what you do for yourself. Make your own decision. We're asking to put a mask on for uh, for my grandma. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> or, 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 for, or for you know, right. yeah. not even exactly for me right. sometimes. You know, just mm-hmm. for uh, you know, for these people that I might know that that do have issues with uh, high risk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and most yeah. people, if you asked them like that, they'd go, "I get it." <laughs> but at the yeah. beginning, I think maybe people were dictated to, and 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 they didn't like how they were asked, and you just we've just got this such this, this horrendous split on whether this thing's real. And I don't know how much more. Proof it needs to be real, but well, I will tell you, we're an inter- interesting company on country. On one hand, we can pull together after nine eleven. You know, George W. Bush got up there in that rubble and said they're going to hear back from us, and the whole country cheered. Yeah. Democrats and Republicans were out singing "God Bless America" on the steps of the Capitol. We came together, no questions asked. Yeah. But basically, we got this independent streak that says, you're telling me I have to do what? Yeah. You know, and that's when people would get pushed back. So yeah. I, I don't yeah. need to be dictated to. I'll make up my own mind. Yeah. So you got to balance those two things, getting the country together to get something done, the right thing done, versus our liberty. Yep, you've yeah. got that liberty. You've got that freedom. But use it wisely. And, and don't hurt anybody, innocent people in the process. That's the way I see it. Yeah, Senator, we reached out to Mark Kerr, and he was on the show this week. And, and you know your opponent. You probably already know the things he, he said negatively about you without even necessarily being prompted. You know, just like what things would you change? And, and, and he goes into things. I mean, you're in a position where you've been a senator since for 23, 24 years. Um, is the important thing? You know you're not going to make everybody happy when you're making decisions. But, but can you can you confidently say that you have uh, – uh, I think Sue Shear said it this week. Can you confidently say that, that every decision you've made – uh, was representing your constituents, I guess, is, is one way to put it. I tried my best, and I will tell you, when, you, when you've done this for a number of years, you look back on things and say, I know more now. Mm-hmm. I know more now than I did when I cast that vote. Mm-hmm. And I, I would do it differently today. You know, Abraham Lincoln, they, they jumped on him once, and they said, Lincoln, you changed your position on an issue. He said, you're right, but I'd rather be right some of the time than wrong all the time. Yeah. And I'm, I think the same thing. I mean, life tells us that as individuals, raising a family, going to work, whatever you're doing, there's sometimes you just don't have all the facts right. And sometimes you just change your mind and say, I think things are a little different. I, I look at them a little differently than I once did. But you got to be honest about it. Don't try to mislead people. Tell them what you did and why you did it. If you did something that you wish you could have have it over again, say it. I don't mm-hmm. think that's hard hard to accept. Uh, I, I will just tell you, the coronavirus is number one. Number two is getting people back to work. And one of the things I mentioned, broadband, but infrastructure. Yeah. And w- when we put people to work building highways and airports and bridges 
and, and locks and dams. I mean, honest goodness, when it's all over, there's a good paying jobs, money flowing back in the economy, and we build things that make a big difference for the long haul. Mm-hmm. That, that is the lesson of life, and we've got to get back to it. I just saw you. You're, you're an assumption guy? Yeah, sure. Am. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, you were that close to us. I didn't realize that you, this Ballotpedia website. Yeah. I'm like Assumption High School. I, yeah, I saw you went to Georgetown and and uh, just catching up on things I didn't know right about down you. The street. And, you know uh, what they did to my old high school, Assumption High School in East St. Louis Catholic Boys School. Oh, it was in East St. Louis. Okay, oh, not our Assumption. I was going to say, well. wait, you're from no, no, okay. not, not Assumption, Illinois. This was down in East St. Louis. Well, they took my old high school and they sold it to the state of Illinois, and the state of Illinois turned my alma mater, my dear old high school, into. A prison. Oh. It's a prison. <laughs> you, you might have it worse than me. <laughs> they are keeping the kids after school every night. <laughs> my, grade, <It> is, <laughs> my, my grade school is closed. My uh, my middle school is now an Olive Garden. My high school is now a middle school. And uh-huh. even the first college I went, I hope you get a even the first college I went to closed. So but, but that might be worse. Having having. <laughs> Having to be a prison. That's quite an academic career you can point to. Yeah, like the one school left, it's like, y'all better watch out at Richland. Senator Durbin, what's your secret? What's your secret sauce, man? Because everybody loves Senator Durbin. What's your, white people, black people, Mexican people, all people love Senator Durbin. What's your secret sauce? You've been here for such a long time, um, you know what? serving. Uh, you know what I do? I never moved to Washington. Never moved to Washington. Mm. I go there to work and I come home mm-hmm. every weekend, every single weekend. And, you know, I think that's – it raised my family here. I feel like part of the community. I don't have to ask the pollsters by and large. I do ask pollsters, but I don't have to. What people are thinking, I, you know, I run into people. I see them I, the, at the grocery store and, and wherever we used to go when we could go outside. Uh, you know, that I think is part of it. And the second part of, you know, we used to do tons of town meetings, and we'd say to people – uh, we may disagree on this, but let's be honest with one another, how we feel, be respectful of one another when it's all over. Mm-hmm. And those were the basic rules, and, and, and they worked. And I think they work for this part of the world. I like, uh, of course, I'm born and raised in Illinois, but I think Midwesterners have that quality about them. You know, there's some common sense built into it and common decency built into it. People believe in family and faith, and, and you know, that's what keeps people going. And uh, I've tried to bring that to Washington where I could. I know where Courtney was going with that, but it'd be nice if everybody liked us. The people that the people that don't, the people that don't the people that don't like you. Do you like to hear from them? I mean, I would feel like I would want to hear from somebody that didn't like me, you know, because there might be just one misunderstanding. There might be something that they didn't know. Well, I can tell you, I I've got neighbors on my street, and I've lived in the same house over here in Springfield for over forty years. I got neighbors on my street who are wonderful people, smiling, greeting me, would never vote for me in a hundred Current signs in their yard. In a hundred years. And I know that. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I get it. You know, they're, they're kind and they're nice and, and they don't rub in my face and I don't rub it in theirs. We just disagree on some things. And sure. that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. yeah, understandable. Anything else you'd like to hit on? No, just to say, I'm happy to be on your show. Nice of you to let me come on by and say a few words. Uh, just to all your listeners, and I'm sure among your listeners are some people who may not be voting for me. Whatever you're doing, vote, vote, mm-hmm. vote, for goodness Definitely. sakes. People gave their lives to give us the right to vote. We should never take it for granted. I mean, you can't complain if you don't at least get, you know, make, right. make your voice be heard in one way or another. And, and how about uh, these folks standing in line for four hours and six hours? Thank goodness not around here, mm. but in other places. Standing in line, I'm thinking to myself, would I do that? Yeah, I would. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to sacrifice like that to vote. Absolutely. Uh, if you are legally entitled to it, it ought to be easy to do, mm-hmm. not hard to do. 
Right. Somebody's got a burning question they want to ask you. Where, where do you send them? Do you have it? Do you have an email address or an office website or? Durbin.senate.gov. Durbin.senate.gov. There you go. Just get on there and, and let us know what's on your mind. Hey, hey, Senator Durbin, simple question for you because we've been talking about water on our show. <laughs> I've been trying to get my co-host to drink more water. What, what flavor water do you like and what candy do you chew the most? Yeah, it, it is almost, it is almost Halloween. Oh my goodness. You're asking me the hardest questions in all. <laughs> well, I like M&M peanuts. I'll do that. I okay. Think that's all good. Right. All right. And water, I'll take I take it right out of tap. I think, honest <laughs> to goodness. <laughs> See, that's what that's why I like that's him. He sounds like my, my great. We dad. know you're over fifty now, though. Because <laughs> when I was, because when some of us were growing up, that tap water did not taste good. <laughs> right. Back in the day, I think you're over. Well, I was lucky. Mine did. So that's good. That's what I grew up on. Hey, Back man. at Assumption by St. Louis, not. <laughs> I was about to be like, you went to Assumption. <laughs> you I'm, drink Assumption Illinois water. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't tell us the prison thing before he said St. Louis, because I would have been like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Senator Dermot, it's it's cool to talk to you. We appreciate yeah. you taking some cool time to come on with too. us. Have a good one. And uh, you know, but we wish you all the best. Take yeah. care. So long, Senator. I, I would. Thank you. If you uh, miss that conversation with Senator Dick Durbin, it will be available at NowDecatur.com, NowDecatur Facebook page, Twitter, and all. And mm-hmm. uh, Cool guy, man. Down to earth, just phenomenal. When I was a kid, I was in Chicago. We were at a function together, and I I uh passed out because I was dehydrated. Yeah. And he caught me. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was kind of cool. Well, you obviously like him, and and, and I, there's going to be people that are that are going to be saying you guys mm-hmm. took it easy on him. It's like I don't have. I, we just try to get these. We try to get him on here and let him right. talk. We let Mark Kern talk, and he said bad yeah. things about Dick Durbin. I let him talk. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so it's like you know, that. That's that's my goal here. I'm not prepared to get into an argument with a politician when I don't mm-hmm. have anything. I'm, that's not my world. So, uh, ultimately, man, I, I I practice love, man. I love everybody. I mean, you know, when I ran for school board, I didn't talk bad about my opponents. Yeah. I just ran on my own merit and and. My, you know, yeah, and it's been and my platform. I, I realize you know. some platforms you have to. There's, there's, mm-hmm. you, you, if you're especially if you're replacing somebody that that's there, it's like they have done these things that I don't agree with, and that's why you should vote for me. I get that. Sometimes it gets a little personal, mm-hmm. um, but people get ugly with it. Yeah, and, well, like, people get. I don't think most uh, politicians, yeah. maybe not usually, just on the presidential status right now, they yeah. got a little ugly there yeah, for they, a while. They're getting ugly, but at least the last. Uh, I guess it is continuing to get ugly. Yeah, Even, it's just you know, but it, and I'm not talking one side at all. Right, yeah, it's right, pretty right, ugly. Everywhere. Right, for sure. So even, I mean, Trump's fighting, and <laughs> Trump and Biden are talking back and forth. Trump and Obama are talking back and forth. Uh-huh. Twitter is maybe the worst thing. Did you see Derby didn't talk about his opponent at all? Yeah, I even, you brought it up. I even, he didn't even. Bring I even it up. opened the door. Yeah, you you opened know, it up me, for that. Yeah. He didn't even. That's to me. That's classy. Not saying no one, you know, is classless or is distasteful, but yeah. hey, that was a, that's a, he's been in, he's well, been doing this for a while. Yeah, it's a choice. Just, you know, he knows what, what yeah. his opponent said about him. Yeah, for sure. And if he were to lose, mm-hmm. part of it might be that he didn't play that game, but he probably would tell you. I would just guess if you, if you're not going to go out there and talk down about your opponent, you chose not to, and you, that's probably just not how you would do yeah, it. Cause you're running on your record. Yeah. Yeah. Which your is, record and your, rep, your, rep, your reputation. Yeah. Now again, like I've said many times, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't remember the numbers of this race. I know mm-hmm. the the Rodney race against Betsy was within one percent last time close. around. Right, right. So your vote matters. I have yeah, no idea oh, what the sure. what the Senate race numbers were last time Senator Durbin ran. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, I I know I'm, I confidently say all the time my vote for president doesn't matter mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of of the electoral college. 
Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean don't vote. Because but your vote to give this particular president power. At matters. least house yeah. down, we know, you know. Or not this one, but state house president. down. Yeah. Uh, but, but maybe even here. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe even it makes a difference here. So, uh, and especially, you know, state's attorney, you know, are, are, who's going to be making matters. the decision on, on making sure we gave you a chance to hear from both of them yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it matters. The buyers and company has done the same. And, right, you know, right. Find those interviews, make a decision. I don't care what you make your decision based on. Mm-hmm. Just make a decision that you can't complain about if, right. if it were to come down the road. These decisions are probably heavier with city council and, and school oh, board because people complain so easily about things like mm-hmm. that, about our city, especially when they complain about things that weren't even decided or controlled by a city council or mm-hmm. a school board or a mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, just like everybody's mad at the city for roads in this town that aren't fixed when there are roads that are owned by the state that the city doesn't fix. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people just have no idea they're complaining about the wrong person. Right. So right. If you get educated and make your and, and make your votes on what you're making your votes on, as long as it's the right thing. Right. Um, yeah. You go from there. And then. And then that's the point. It's the the point is for majority to rule. Yeah, we got to remember, man. Chubby Tony Chubby Brown, Sheriff Brown, won by one vote. One vote. It's it's gone a lot deeper than that, but yeah, he ultimately yeah. got sworn it's in because deeper, of, yeah. because of a count that was at one that vote. One yeah. vote. All right, we get a break. We uh we get a timeout. We'll go into it with a three day weather forecast when we uh, come back. Lighten the load a little bit. Go inside the locker room, courtesy of Brink County Realtors. Talk to Joey Wagner from the paper. But first, three-day weather forecast. It's Courtney Carson. This is your WSOY three-day forecast brought to you by O'Shea Builders. Today, we'll see highs around 50 and some winds. Thursday tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 31. On Friday, sunny with a high near 50. On Saturday, sunny and windy with a high near 60. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast. With your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and stay healthy, my friends. And remember, O'Shea Builders is born to build. In talks over another round of coronavirus economic relief. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin has yet to respond to offers on funding for state and local governments, increased testing, unemployment benefits, and funding for schools. It takes money. It takes more money. Oh, then they are willing to put up. The White House says Pelosi and Democrats are to blame for stalled talks for refusing to come down from a more than $2 trillion proposal. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. A new report indicates the nation's economy grew at a record pace in the third quarter. The gross domestic product rose 33.1% at an annual pace in the summer quarter. The Wall Street Journal says after the improvement, the economy is about 3.5% smaller than the end of last year. Fox's Ginny Casola. America is listening to Fox News. O'Shea Builders has been providing Central Illinois with high-quality commercial construction services since the turn of the century. No, not this century. Last century. Since 1900, 120 years of experience to get your commercial project done the right way. O'Shea can handle all of your commercial construction projects, from simple building repairs to new construction. You can visit their office on East North Street across from the ADM Training Center or visit O'SheaBuilders.com. That's O-S-H-E-A to get started today. 422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need them, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. 
When we need it most, Rodney Davis gets things done. When COVID-19 hit, Rodney worked with the USDA and Small Business Administration to secure timely aid for farmers across each sector of our industry. At a time of bitter partisanship, Rodney calmly looks across the aisle and finds solutions. Always ready to take on challenges, Rodney knows there is still more work to do to get our economy moving again. Send this friend of agriculture back to Washington. Vote Rodney Davis for Congress. Paid for by Illinois Farm Bureau Activator. At Toyota, today's the day to score a great deal. That means today's the day to take a ride in your thrilling new Camry. Today's the day to scale new heights in your powerful new RAV4 hybrid. Today might even be the day to go as far as the road will take you with the epic range of your new Highlander hybrid. Today's the perfect day to tackle a new outdoor project in your tough new Tundra. Today's the day to get $2,000 customer cash on a new 2020 Camry. Head into your local Toyota dealer today or visit toyota.com for more details. Event ends November 2nd. Toyota, let's go places. Cash back from Toyota Motor Sales USA Inc. must be applied to the transaction. No cash payment will be made to consumer. Offer excludes hybrid bond. Does not include taxes, license, title, registration fees, and dealers. Does not include college grad or military rebate. Offers vary by region. See dealer for details. Offer ends 11 Hi, I'm Scott Reeder. I'm running for Macon County State's Attorney. I have 20 years' experience as a prosecutor and 15 years in the criminal justice system as a public defender. I strongly support the police and the work they do, and I believe our criminal justice system can work for all of us. Reducing crime involves community, family, education, and opportunity, and all of us working together. This is the approach I will bring to the office of the Macon County State's Attorney. Please vote for me, Scott Reeder, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Scott Reeder. Macon County CASA presents Clickin' It for CASA. CASA advocates for abused and neglected youth of Macon County to help them find safe, permanent homes. Currently, there are over 630 foster children in Macon County, and CASA serves about 50%. Our mission is to have an advocate for every local foster child. However, we need your help. We need your help to reach our $15,000 goal. Can you help change a local child story by Clickin' It for CASA? All money donated stays in Macon County. Go to MaconCountyCASA.org to donate. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Watching the ships rolling in. And I watch him roll away again. Yeah. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. Oh, yeah. Otis, 35 and counting. Eric Lee Show, Richard Community College, with Courtney Carson, brought to you by Earth Mover Credit Union. We're downtown Decatur. And we go back to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines. We're going inside the locker room, a little sports chat. Uh, nice to take a breather uh, on this political week leading up to Election Day on mm-hmm. Tuesday. Uh, we get a little breather with the home reviews, Joey Wagner. And, uh, Joey, I think uh, every Alana fan's warning, what the hell happened on Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, man. The offense, I, I know the defense gave up 45 points, but the offense was, was terrible. I mean, they, they got eight total first downs. They were over three on fourth downs. Brandon Peters threw for 87 yards. The running game outside of Peters never got going. There was just no flow, no rhythm, no 
stringing together drives. And everybody on the other team had COVID, as we're finding out. At least 12 12 total people. And so far, as of yesterday morning, Illinois is good. You know, it's really interesting to see what that's going to look like, if there's going to be any, I guess, surprise inactives on Saturday morning. Um, Tell me how the post-game went. I'm I tell you, I read your story, but I was a little too frustrated to read any gamers. Uh, was there any sugarcoating going on? No, and to Lovey Smith's credit, to Ross Smith's credit, they haven't sugarcoated it all week. I mean, this is Lovey said. I thought we were going to be further along than this, and you know, he he did kind of counter that by saying, "I usually, in his experience, he sees the biggest jumps from week one to week two. They certainly need it. I mean, they you can't have another performance that comes anywhere close to resembling that." Um, Friday, Saturday morning, I guess it is. This Saturday is, is Purdue uh, in Champaign. What, do we know what Champaign's going to look like? Is it is that zero fans? Is it family? What are they letting? They're going to let family in. So That's cool. There's going to be about 1,000 total people there. Does that um, include Purdue family? Correct, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see a problem with that. But uh, and, and you'll obviously be there, normal, normal media? Or are you guys even limited? I know you're not. But. Um... Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty normal. I haven't really you know, gotten too far into that, but I think, as I understand it, it's going to be, I would say, normal. I know you know they're going to use like the visiting post game or the video visiting radio team. That they're obviously not going to be there, so they're going to put some people in there. It's going to be spread out, and I don't know how many people Purdue will send. So I guess I'm a little interested in that, but business as usual as it can be, I suppose. I, I'm interested in you saying the visiting radio team will be there because the Illinois, was Barnhart not in, in Wisconsin? Was he calling that game from home? I, I got to be honest, I don't even know. I oh. I was, I, I wish I knew. I probably should have asked. I just no, went okay. back to my team and uh, <laughs> we were pretty spread out. I mean, I, didn't, I we shared all of the, the, all of us, the six visiting media members from Illinois were in one row in the press box. and mm. I didn't really look. Gotcha. A, now I saw Brian on some emails, so maybe they called it from there, and they were just usually I don't even in like IHSA games there. I don't usually even see you. I, I just thought that was going to be interesting if if they did, and I didn't know that. I thought they did a good job. I'd listen to most of it, uh, so that's interesting. Uh, so the way college football works, one team lays an egg week one, the other team plays really well, pulls an upset. Of it's a Vegas upset. Purdue is a three point dog, three or three and a half point dog. Um, that would typically flip the next week, and it would make me love the underdog. But the team I watched last Friday, man, it's really hard. Even even with seven points, Purdue is a seven-point favorite on the road in Champaign. I don't know if I can love that. You know, I, I don't blame you. The offense, it's just got to be better. And I, I say that, and I understand the defense blew coverage after coverage. I thought Illinois handled the run against Wisconsin pretty well, Yeah, to be honest with you. I, I thought... And really, even into that third quarter, look, it got out of hand in the fourth quarter. The defense was on the field for 43 or 40, 43 minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've never, ever seen a time of possession like that. I really, and I don't mean to be recency biased, but I, I cannot recall a 43 to 16 time of possession. Yeah. That seemed really at any level. It's, it's like you got to try to do that. I mean, can so, the offense turn it around in a week? I mean, what, what's different from a year ago? Confidence? Good question. I, mean, I don't know. Now, look, we have to go in and understand that Wisconsin defense is really, really good. Okay, yeah. And I That's think big. if they were going to play this week against Nebraska, we would see that. And when they play again, I think we're going to see that. That's not to, to say Illinois offensively was not 
was you know good or make excuses. They certainly weren't. They don't deserve any excuses. But that that's an important thing. They brought back a lot of starters on that Wisconsin defense. But I, I don't really know where the disconnect was offensively for Illinois. They, certainly the running game is a big part of what Rob likes to do. That just didn't get going anywhere. Brandon looked good on the ground. But Wisconsin basically said, go. go. We don't care. We'll catch you. Just get run for 20 yards. It doesn't bother us a bit. Yeah. And he did. And it didn't do anything for him. But they, this was supposed to be different, right? I mean, you bring back Brandon for year two. You have Josh Matterbebe, who had 10 targets, three catches on 10 targets. And to be fair, usually if you have Josh Bebe one-on-one on the outside, as they did when Brandon threw it to him, yeah. that's a that's a win for him. I mean, it's, we've seen that in a year. That's usually a win. I mean, in the moment, I thought he's got to try to find some other targets, and I still believe he really should have. But if you've got a safety blanket like that, that's pretty reasonable, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So I, I don't know, man. I, you, they got to get the running game going. They've got to, frankly, even in the third quarter, Eric, it's 28-7, to 7, 14 points Wisconsin had came in three minutes and 22 seconds at the end of the half. Yeah. They, they completely broke the defense to make it 21-7. to 7. I, I thought then, that was the worst moment of the day. Yeah, with 30 I, I seconds left, the, when there's one option. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my bigger issue would have been the, the that final possession, that first play. Merce just threw a strike for like 50 some odd yards into the end zone, made it 28 to seven. And I, to be honest, I, I know some people were maybe frustrated that Illinois didn't just run the clock out at 21 to seven and go into the half. But how many times have people been frustrated by that in the last few years, where Illinois was just maybe a little passive going into half? I liked that they pushed for it. It didn't work. It didn't come close to working. Yeah. But I, I liked that they pushed for it. I liked that they went for it on fourth downs. And that, to me, said, we know what we have offensively if things are going right, and they were not. So we're going to try to do this. I, I thought that was a, a little bit of a different change of pace. Maybe not week one, pandemic time, late start, <laughs> first game against Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, I, I want to push for it against Purdue week four after you you know should have your feet sure. wet. Uh, although you know I'm I'm picking and choosing there, and I, and it probably wouldn't have mattered. You know, I mean it wouldn't have mattered. That, I mean, but still, that you give up that deep touchdown at the end of the half when when you know they're going to have to throw it deep or at least take a chance and just get burned. I mean, that, it, it's just it's just frustrating. You know, yeah, if you're a fan, you know, where are we on? Uh, I, I, and I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on to, to preview this game. I believe Rondell Moore's not playing, right? The, the well, it sounds like we're going to find out tomorrow. Okay. Uh, so I saw a tweet coming out of West Lafayette that we'll know more tomorrow. It's a very weird situation with Rondell Moore. He opted out. He opted back in. I guess he's yeah. healthy, but it comes out yesterday. I think that he's not practicing. So I, I'm not really sure what's going on. If he goes, him and David Bell, I mean, that's probably the best wide receiver duo in the Big Ten. Certainly, yeah. you know, the top two. Ohio State's got 100 wide receivers every time you look up. <laughs> yeah, but, but these are going to be NFL wide receivers, especially more. <laughs> These two are really good. They're probably, you know, beyond the Big Ten, they're probably in the top five wide receiver duos in the country. They're just really, really good. And Moore's a junior. Bell's a sophomore. Illinois has gotten kind of lucky with this Rondale Moore situation. He absolutely yeah. destroyed them as a freshman. Didn't see him as a sophomore. And we don't know if we're going to see him as a junior. But whatever coverage issues that they had against Wisconsin, those have to get cleaned up immediately. Because Rondale Moore and David Bell are really, really good. They have to figure out how to get more people involved offensively. Luke Ford had one target that hit his shoestrings. Mm. There's a lot they've got to figure out. Devin Witherspoon, if he can come back, I don't know what his status is, whether 
would prefer not to tell us ever. So if he's back, I think that settles things down a little bit in the secondary. But they've they've got to get those coverage things going because those two will hurt them bad. Sometimes, you know, when you just get annihilated, you can chalk it up and it's just a loss and it doesn't affect your confidence. Have you heard how this week has been for them? I know Lovey's going to tell you they're pumped up and ready to go, but you don't get to watch practice. I mean, do you, have you talked to any kids this week that are that you think they are, you know, back to being fired up? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. There's, they get to play football. To take some, there's things to take, to take from that game. You certainly don't want to flush everything. But Tony Adams said, look, it was a lot of mental stuff that we didn't do right in the secondary. Hmm. So you know, we'll see, right? I mean, what, what can they get corrected on the on the practice field? They got it. I mean, Lovey said he's seen, you know, I guess what he wants to see. So there's a lot really going into this. Watching it uh, again, the big question I have is everybody going to be available? Who? Yeah. You know, I mean, outside of who we, you know, who they were missing last week, who we know they were missing. Will there be? Lovey said yesterday morning they were clean. Now, you know, we we know this virus doesn't always show up immediately. So that's, I mean, that's why daily testing is important. It's not the end-all, be-all, as we saw in Wisconsin. But are they going to have everybody available to play this game? And if they do, does that help us learn anything about the transmission of this? Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know we'll find out a lot, and hopefully, hopefully the things are positive and momentum's coming. I, I just, it's easy to completely get flattened by that performance, but it's also easy to get brought right back to life if they come out and beat them. I don't know. Look, they, they did this. Remember Eastern Michigan, Nebraska, yeah, that's right. Minnesota, yeah. and goodness gracious, Michigan was horrible in the first half. They bounced back, and then, you know, they've done this before. Maybe it truly did. I mean, maybe we're looking at this and saying, boy, those non-conference games, those things really matter to tune things up a little bit. And maybe not. Maybe this is just not the team that we thought it was going to be. But I don't know. I mean, I, look, we've seen the talent. We know who they're bringing back, right? I mean, we, we know what's on this team. So I lend to say, okay, there, there's some slack here. Let's let's see what happens week two. And I would have said the same for Wisconsin because that looks like a good Wisconsin team to me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I, I, they could be they could be the best team in the conference. It's not impossible. But if, if their quarterback's out for three weeks. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's not their starting quarterback in, in three weeks anyway, because um, we're still figuring out who their starter is, right? Jack. Uh, Jack Cohn. I, you know, Cohn, I don't know yeah. What his? I don't know what his return is. Look, here's the thing: Graham Mertz threw five touchdowns in the first. In, 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 yeah. Highly regarded. He's gonna get a I shot. Mean, I think. I think it's gonna take an awful lot to get him out of there after that performance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, where, where are we at on basketball? Are we still. Oh, for... big news. I'm glad you asked, Eric. Good. We, there's no there's no schedule uh, <laughs> still. But yeah. John Rothstein of CBS Sports just tweeted, according to his sources, Illinois will be traveling to Duke to play in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Whoa. Mm. That's a respect game. We used to get that every now and then. We used to get that Duke game. Then suddenly we got like NC State and Georgia Tech for the next 30 years. <laughs> the last time they played Duke was 2007 in Maui. They haven't beat Duke since '95, but this is, you know, Iota Sumu, Adam Miller, a couple Chicago kids against DJ Stewart, another Chicago kid. Yeah, Duke really, really good. This, I mean, this is a this is really a premier matchup, especially if we don't know literally any other matchup. Yeah, I was a 15 year old. I worked at Monocle's Pizza. I heard they had the lead at Duke in 1995. I went out in my car and listened to the finish of it. 
<laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. That was the you know that ended like a seventy eighty game winning streak I think for Duke at home. Mm. So oh. hey, let's go beat him again. <laughs> uh, again, and it's just in the team they have to do it right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Also, I think uh, I don't know. Did I see Illinois on another list of teams that can win the national title or something. I, I I don't know. They're getting a lot of love from the CBS guys. They are John Rothstein, Andy Katz. Uh, the whole list of them. They should. Oh, A A O. That's what it was. I O is a uh, is preseason All American. First team, yeah, I think. It, it, you know, it, it's kind of how different are things now. Even we, I mean, I've not been on the beat long, but I mean, when you see stuff advertising college basketball, it's hard to find one that doesn't have I O in the picture. Yeah. At this point, it's really a hard thing to do. I, that's all. That is so important to get some love for a school that's fighting to. Uh, to become an elite recruiting program. I mean, that's huge. And they frankly, they've missed out on a couple of recruits here in the last month or yeah. so. So yeah. that's, that is big. Yeah. Get that love. You know, if, but just think of what would have happened last year if they'd have made the elite eight or even a second weekend trip. I mean, could that assuage some of those guys? I mean, it, it really may have hurt. Yeah. I mean, that's, it couldn't, that in the pandemic. Yeah. Anytime this has been a, a terrible time. I don't but, think yeah, losing was, losing would have hurt them. You know, say they lose in the second week, the second game, the second round. I don't think it would have hurt the program any, but they would have had an opportunity to improve things, especially you know with recruiting. And but but we're plenty hyped. Uh, we're plenty hyped. Let's just let's just hope it doesn't turn into football hype. <laughs> right yeah, off the bat, I, hard to hard to imagine that. Man, it's getting really close. No, it it is getting away. close. Yeah, and, and has the Big Ten even told us when they think? We're going to get a schedule. Uh, I think Tom Izzo said today. You know, hopefully there's more information in a couple of days. I have I have no idea. I, I really don't. We, and we've seen some conferences do some some pretty. I don't want to say why. I mean, they've gotten creative, right? They're playing a couple games in a weekend at one site. I mean, they're finding ways to get this into what appears to reduce travel. We'll see. I don't know what the Big Ten's going to do at all. I mean, I, I would assume there's going to be 20 games that. I mean, that was a good bar last year. And, you know, I think generally you'd like to play within the conference. And, you know, obviously football went that route. It's just the, the rules, there's a blanket of rules that everybody's operating under. And that's when things get trickier when you operate outside of oh, conferences yeah. with different rules. Things are squirrely. All right, Joey, good to talk to you, man. We uh, we look forward to Are you on with at Sport Talk? We're going to get a preview with Tim in a minute. You on with him again tonight? I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. You, uh, you would have already pre recorded it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. So, no, I'm not. I write and figure out what's going on with the IHSA. Cool. Yeah, we got, we, 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 we can maybe, uh, take next week to, to, to touch on Illinois, but talk, talk some high schools. See, we might start getting some decisions from high schools by next week on if they're going to go forward. I know I saw your tweet. Tuscola's playing, and every school is going to have that decision to make, right? And on if they're going to take on the government, I guess. I, I don't know the Tuscola. I haven't seen anything about Tuscola. Oh, I thought you tweeted that. Somebody tweeted Tuscola. Oh, maybe it was Dustin Fink. Somebody said they know for sure Tuscola was playing. Sorry about that. I was thinking it was you. So. Look, I mean, the school districts have a lot to wear on this. They really do. This is, these are not going to be easy decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I don't – quickly, is anyone going to blink, right? Is are one of these two entities going to blink to exactly. take something to bear off the school districts? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah somebody got to spend money and take things to court. Yeah, that'll be the question. So, Joey, good to talk to you, man. Have a uh, have a have a safe trip and uh, enjoy getting to watch some football in person again. And and we'll talk to you soon. All right, gentlemen, have a good weekend. So long, sir. That's Joey Wagner, Hill Interview Sports Writer. Of course, he'll be covering Illinois Purdue. Follow him on Twitter as well.
search for his name. I don't. I, I should pull that up and, and probably give people's Twitter handles uh, when, mm, when when yeah, they're when they're good Twitter follows regularly. Um, but uh, you know what? I'll look it up real quick because mm-hmm. Joey is a uh, Mister Wagner twenty five M R Wagner twenty five. So you yeah, can go follow, follow Joey, especially live from a game. I mean, he gives you more than just the score and the time. So he sounds sad at first when we first start talking. <laughs> <to him. laughs> uh, you know, I don't know if he's a big Illinois fan growing up. He's a big uh-huh. Illinois guy. You know, but, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely when you're covering somebody, you certainly don't want to cover forty five to seven losses all year. So right. You're rooting, you're rooting deep down for them, even though there's no rooting in the press box. So. Mm-hmm. If you missed Joey, that'll be available at NowDecator.com, NowDecator Facebook, and, uh, and Twitter. Dom will have it all loaded up, ready to go. And when uh, we talk sports, we go inside the locker room. And that interview is also courtesy of uh, Brink Outer Realtors. And we've got a section of our podcast that is dedicated just to our sports conversations, thanks to Brink Outer Realtors. We get a break. Last break coming up here, and it comes with another three-day weather forecast. Courtney Carson, how's it look? Today, we'll see highs around 50 and some winds. Tonight, mostly cloudy around uh, 31. On Friday, sunny with a high near 50. On Saturday, sunny and windy with a high near 60. This is your WSOI three-day forecast with your boy, the Ray of Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and stay healthy. When you hear paid for by friends of Sushir, that means paid for by Mike Madigan. You see, Sushir has taken almost a million dollars from Mike Madigan over the last eight years. In fact, almost all of Sushir's support comes from Madigan and his allies. A vote for Sushir is a vote to keep Madigan in power. We cannot afford this corruption anymore. Don't let Mike Madigan buy the seat again. Hi, I'm Charlie McGorry, retired Decatur firefighter, military veteran, former small business owner, and a lifelong resident of Macon County. I remember when Illinois thrived as a state, touting its agriculture, workers, businesses, and more. The last eight years have been particularly tough, though, under Sue Shear, Mike Madigan, and the Chicago Machine. We need to get serious about solving our budget crisis, protecting our small businesses, growing jobs, and fixing ethics in our state government. I'm asking for your vote for me, Charlie McGorry, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Charlie McGorry. With record low inventory, low interest rates, and climbing demand, this isn't a buyer's or a seller's market. This is everyone's market. Now's the time to start planning your next move. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Brinkotter Realtors has the team and resources you need to get started. Call 217-875-0555 or visit Brinkotter.com today. Our technology, expertise, and network is your powerful advantage. Find your way home. BrinkOtter.com Do you know where to find beautiful apparel and spooktacular gifts? Shop on Main, of course. This boutique has ghoulishly delightful sweaters, pants, jackets, and accessories that are perfect for most ages, budgets, and styles. And Shop on Main has stocked the shop with some haunted decor and gifts for your special witches. Don't be frightened away. Come to play during the month of October. Shop on Main, 407 North Main Street, downtown Decatur, or go to their website, shop-on-main.com. Modern looks, old-fashioned pampering. Memorial Health System offers these tips for those working from home. Establish a routine. A set schedule can promote a healthy work-life balance and help you avoid burnout. Take time for breaks and exercise in your day. Avoid snacking too often and plan your meals and healthy snacks in advance. Adopting these healthy habits can improve your overall health and wellness and make working from home work for you. At Memorial Health System, we remain committed to keeping Central Illinois safe and healthy. 
As our community moves forward, just say the word. We are here. Shop on Main is here to serve our community with modern looks and old-fashioned pampering, an experience you won't forget. The staff at Illini Supply is here to help develop home office solutions to suit any needs, keeping you comfortable while at home or at the office. Dynagraphics supports Central Illinois businesses by providing plexiglass partitions and custom floor graphics, keeping you and your customers safe. We will rise better, stronger together. Message brought to you by the Decatur Regional Chamber of Commerce. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. It's half a man with no sense of... Dom, I see you. What was I, that? I, I see you, Dom. <laughs> I see you, Dom. You see me? That's what I'm talking about right there. Good song, right? That's a great song. A great song. It's one of my I wanna, favorite. I, I want to hear Eric sing this song. <laughs> Please, baby, baby. I could see him rocking out at karaoke. You know, this is a, this a joint. Oh, night and day. Hey, Dom. Yep. Sorry, finishing a phone call. Go ahead. You got to hit that note, though. What note? Any way that I can. Ain't too proud to bear. (laughs) (laughs) Too proud to bear. Baby, baby. Always about leaving people. Dom always Dom. Hey, for real. Although this is a great song, and I, hey, I appreciate Dom for it. <laughs> Dom, Dom. All right, I got I got our candy uh, bracket almost set for tomorrow. Let's get it. Uh, we got to have we got to have one vote here. Uh, are, are you familiar with Watchamacallit bars or Scores bars? One of them is going to good. Watchamacallits. So you would vote Watchamacallits. I would. Yeah, Scores got that walnut stuff in it, don't it? It's toffee. Okay, yeah, I don't it's know what like talking about. So it's a cho- it's like chocolate covered toffee, like a Heath bar, Heath bar and score scores. Oh, sc- okay, yeah. yeah. I like score a little morning. Bar, yeah. Dom, you got to vote on watch him call it or score. Yeah, watch him call it. Okay, fine. good. That's my favorite candy bar. So it's in the bracket because I wanted to put I put almost all everything you guys wanted in. I did leave Boston baked beans out. They weren't going to beat anybody. So boo, Eric. They were boo. not. They were not going to beat anybody. Boo. Yeah, I don't like them at all. Um, what? Yeah. Oh my god! So right there, yeah, me, me and Dom were never going to vote for him. Okay, so. especially if they were going to like be in the you first two, round against Peter. You two didn't have a good childhood. Um, I had a pretty. I had a <laughs> look at me. You're the one with a bad childhood. Skinny, <laughs> raising, eating butt. All right, we got sport talk coming up shortly, and Tim Kane is with us. We uh, go to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines to wrap up. TC, what's happening? Not much, you know. I, I was gonna suggest that what you really need for karaoke is there's a guy who in town who used to do all five parts of Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Oh my gosh! He, he would do the low thing and the falsetto thing. Mm-hmm. This this tall bald guy. Wow! And no he, kidding. And he never took a compliment on it. Oh, <laughs> he would just glare at you. How did, so, how did so real sound? fun guy. Speaking of glaring at us, uh, we're talking to... Uh... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.